Okay, I'm here with Ingrid Dobishi, who is the president of the International Mathematics Union. And uh, she's very kindly let me join her for breakfast to ask her a few questions about her time as president. Um, first of all, how are you enjoying the conference? I know it must be a very busy time for you. Yeah, it's, it is very busy, but it's also very exciting. I mean, uh, the, of course, there was the whole drama of the opening ceremony and uh, the award winners, and, uh, but there are also fantastic lectures, uh, and then there's more activity going on. Uh, I had a very productive meeting towards trying to set up a global math digital library, uh, and I hope we've really made a big step on, on realizing that at this at this uh, in, in, in the, the meetings that happen behind the scenes uh, at this at this conference or at this congress so yes it is busy but very exciting can you tell me more about the digital library well there are there have been for many years efforts to try to do to get repositories of many papers, but to do much more than that, to make them searchable, to make, uh, 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 to to bring together literature that was before the electronic age, to digitize that uh, and make it searchable again. Uh, so, uh, uh, for that, you need to scan to do character recognition. That's the first stage. But then you want to start learning to recognize the mathematics in it, so that you uh, have that you translate it in something that would be like, it's not really the same, but it would be like a, a text source for all that, all that math. And then from that you want to get the mathematical meaning of it all. And uh, uh, if, if you have C to the, uh, with subscript N, does it mean a constant to the nth power, n times continuous differentiable, the nth iterate of a map called C, I mean, things like that. So, so there's a whole lot of different layers to this, that uh, some of which still require quite a bit of research. And we'd like uh, a platform that has all these layers uh, in it and that searches that the literature and that, uh, so that mathematicians can use it as a tool for their research. And uh, so I brought together people who work on different aspects of that in different countries and uh, try to see whether beyond writing a nice report about, which has been done last year, about everything that exists and that uh, should be done, uh, get really a group together that would uh, write a roadmap for it with budgets that we then can, uh, for which we can apply for, for funding for the first stages and put it together. And, and I think we, I hope that we, we may have a, a good core working group for that. And, uh, and, um, the other thing that we, um, <coughs> We're very interested in um, right from the when Seoul announced its bid at um, the Hyderabad conference four years ago and and through is there's there seems to be a, a big effort to enable emerging mathematicians from emerging nations to participate more fully in the mathematical community. Um, can you tell me a bit about your involvement with that? Um, absolutely, and I think that is uh, something that the MU in the last couple of decades has become increasingly interested and, and uh, active, proactive in. So there's of course the, the, the Nanum project of the Koreans who brought, uh, who subsidized the, the coming of many 
mathematicians from developing countries to come to this uh, conference, this congress. But uh, um, we we also have many um, capacity building initiatives in 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 different regions in the developing world, and uh, we have launched at this uh, congress uh, the adopt uh, a graduate student uh, initiative. The idea being that we would uh, find uh, very deserving graduate students in developing countries and uh, try to find mentors for them who also would help financially with their support and we would supplement that uh, so to give out graduate fellowships in developing countries so uh, yes we're, we're very interested in in helping developing countries that have uh, that are starting to emerge mathematically uh, uh, build uh, ways of educating cohorts of uh, graduate students locally and uh, or in other places in the developing world and, and then come back to their country uh, so that, that they... Uh, I mean, I, I strongly believe in this cohort uh, education because I believe that a group of young people can get much further than a, a, a single person. I mean, uh, because they keep each other challenged, they keep, just like it happens in, uh, among graduate students in, in, in developed uh, nations. I mean, uh, you learn a lot from your peers. I mean. And, I mean, is that part of the function of the IMU, really, to provide that mathematical community, both whether it's sort of the global one through conferences like this, but, because, I mean, the thing that struck me through a lot of the... Um, hearing about a lot of the work is a lot of it is very collaborative and I think that perhaps is something people don't realise is how much of a mathematician's work is collaborative. Yes, a lot of the work is collaborative but even even mathematicians who do not collaborate on their research still get a lot out of the community. They still discuss a lot with others I mean, uh, and, and learn from others and, and keep track of the literature and I mean mathematics culture is really something that's embedded in that whole mathematical community. It's mm. what we all collectively know and tell each other and, and communicate and transmit to our students. And, and, uh, and so, uh, uh, yes, we want to, to, to help uh, developing nations too. And with internet and, uh, and, and the willingness of mathematicians to make their work publicly available and openly available, uh, I think it's really possible now. Mm in a way that's not yet possible for many of the other sciences because uh, resources are b needed there to build labs and so on. While uh, for math, uh, if you have the communication and you have access to what's being done, then, and if you have a little bit of support to enable young people to concentrate on, on, on studying mathematics and work on mathematics together, together with some mentors, you can go a long way. Mm. And um, one of the, obviously, the most exciting day in some ways is the first day when the Fields Medals were announced. And um, as women working in mathematics, we were very pleased that um, not only that Mariam uh, Merzakhani won Fields Medal, the first woman to do so, but also the proportion of women on the stage as a whole was much higher than I remember it being before because you yourself are, I think you're the first um, female president of the IMU and there was the president of South Korea. Um, can you, I mean, what are your thoughts on um, Merzakhani's win and, and whether 
it's taken longer than you has it taken longer than you expected for a woman to finally be awarded the Fields Medal? Well, you can answer that question in in multiple ways. I mean, uh, if you if you say if you think of of the fact that maybe uh, like in the U.S. about ten percent of of uh, faculty at at uh, a research university are women, you could say, well, we haven't had ten percent so far. Uh, among the fields medalists, but I mean that's that's a very uh, superficial way of judging, and uh, also even if you take that seriously, uh, we know that in small numbers, and we're talking about small numbers, uh, fluctuations dominate. So um, I I'm just very very glad that uh, we 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 had a, a, a candidate in the very very top group. And uh, who was young enough? I think uh, there have been clearly one can point at other women who did uh, fantastic work, but some of them did their most fantastic work past 40. And uh, so, uh, well, that makes them fall out of the fields medals because that rule is is now pretty strictly. Um, I mean, once once it was formulated, uh, it was felt that we should stick to it. And uh, I think after. Andrew Wiles was not given a Fields Medal. I think that kind of decided it. Either the rules change or they'll be adhered to strictly. Uh, people keep calling for uh, changing those rules. So we finally decided uh, in the General Assembly to constitute a committee. I mean, we'll ask the, we have asked the executive committee, the next executive committee, to constitute a committee of former chairs and uh, other people who are uh, thoughtful and, and, and leaders and, and to, to examine all these questions that are being proposed and then we uh, um, they will make a report and make recommendations I, I do not really expect changes but I do think it, it behooves the IMU to take the concerns of I mean, that have been voiced seriously to look at them uh, uh, dispassionately mm. and then uh, rec make a recommendation so that we can refer to that rather than to a decision taken in the 70s to this re more recent reconsidering of everything. Um, that was a discussion I had at one of the receptions with some female mathematicians that um, although there's many things that obviously impact the pool of candidates that are eligible mm -hmm. for the Fields Medal, the fact that there is this age limit that you have to be um, no older than 40 in the year right. it's awarded and for women who, who are going mm -hmm. to have children the childbearing right. years essentially overlap with the period of productivity you need to, to do the work. Um, so, you f so you feel like the IMU is going to consider those sorts of questions? Well, it's, this committee is going to consider many many other questions. I mean, there are um, there are also countries that say, look, we have a two-year mil military service commitment. Yeah. Well, you take that into account. I mean, it becomes very difficult. And uh, so all these different things, together with a tradition, I mean, this is now a long tradition, uh, will have to be taken into account. Uh, the um, The prize was never meant to be the most prestigious prize. So it's not that we decided to have the most prestigious prize and then slam an age limit on it. 
it was always meant to be a prize for young mathematicians. And uh, that was at some point then confirmed by putting a strict age limit on it, which was decided by observing what the ages had been and until then, and they were creeping up and they said, look, we have to watch out that we don't move away from this young uh, group, and so let's put the limit. And I think that's a very reasonable approach. I mean, in the meantime, it's become a very prestigious prize, and, and we're very happy for the prize winners, and they fully deserve it. So. Um, but it's, it's uh, I mean, prizes like uh, the, the Abel Prize, for instance, are much closer to, I think, if you have to name a mathematical noble to a mathematical noble, of course, that didn't exist until, until fairly recently, but, I mean, the last 15 years or so. So maybe we need to just think of the, it being a suite of prizes, recognising people at different stages in their careers. Right, Ingeborg, thank you very much for your time and I hope you get to enjoy the rest of the conference and you finish your term as president in December? That's right, in December, so until the end of 2014. And do you have plans to relax after that or you'll be going back into res- more focusing more on your research? Or Well, I do want to go back um, more into research because uh, I have done... I have proved fewer theorems than I would otherwise, and certainly in the last year I've had almost no time apart from teaching duties, uh, uh, mentoring my graduate students, and and I'm you. I mean, so I do want to, to get back to being a mathematician. Uh, I will ex- remain involved with some some aspects of of IMU, of course. Well, I'm sure the mathematical community thanks you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you.